Hello everyone. Welcome to CSM Secrets, key insights from influential CSM leaders for a flourishing career in CSM brought to you weekly. Today, we are speaking to Ramya Raghavan, VP of Customer Success at Fusion RM. She's also a public speaker, advisor, a CS leader, influencer, and investor. Now, when I sat down with Ramya, the major takeaway for me was how to navigate the unknown with a certain level of openness, take risk as one of the main ingredients to succeed as a CSM leader. Let's hear more from her. Ramya, welcome to the show. Thank you, Subha. Glad to be here. Glad to be talking to you today. Yeah, it has been a very insightful sessions talking to CSM leaders such as yourself. And uh, so the first session, we will ask you a little detail about you and the work that you do. My, my first question begins with your experience. When, when, when I came to know about you and the experience that you carry, it is so diverse and yet so relevant. You have background as an analyst, a user experience designer, and you also handle risk management. So in the order of priority, which ones are most uh, important to be successful in customer success and which skills actually help you to grow? Well, <laughs> one thing is that I, I don't think I would rank them in the order of priority because there is a skill in every single job that you do that, you know, one or more skills that you always pick up, right? So I can tell you what actually made me a good CSM and which is a continuous learning process, but what has helped me grow my leadership skills, what has helped me um, learn this space and do better with my customers and also coach my team in the order of um, that context. I think the first one I would say is um, learning to just deal with unknowns, right? Learning to deal with ambiguity and this is extremely important for me. And I learned that as my career began as a business analyst, because there are a lot of times when customers would tell you something and what they actually want or the value that they are trying to derive out of that could be very different, right? So that type of ambiguity um, in terms of asking those questions and getting to the root cause, getting to the bottom of what they are asking that's an extremely important skill. And that is something that I still carry forward with me to this day. So that's number one. Um, and then as I moved into my you know, career and as I continued into the path, um, more of a user experience designer, it brought in a totally different perspective in terms of how software works. As a software, as a service company, you know, we build a lot of products, we build a lot of solutions. When you put yourself into the shoes of a customer and when you see how they're using it, what is their interactive experiences, it changes your perspective on what you have built and what you're delivering to them. So just by being a user experience designer, for me, the biggest skill that I learned and the skill that I developed was putting myself into the shoes of the customer and seeing things from their perspective. So that was another important skill. And as I, um, you know, progressed in my career and when I became a uh, customer success leader in the risk management space, enterprise and uh, business continuity risk management space that we're in today, I learned to be a more resilient leader. There are always situations that are going to come to you. And 
you have to not just push through, but you also should know how to bounce back. And these are situations that might be unexpected, right? No one realized that we're going to be in this world with COVID um, in a pandemic situation. Nobody thought of it, but yet we're here today. So being resilient, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the disruption is, and rising out of it and also striving forward, that's another important skill that I have learned. So those three, I think, are the ones that I would like to highlight today for the audience. Yeah, nice. I mean, those are very, um, these are, those are impeccable skills for you to thrive um, in a competitive uh, atmosphere for both companies and individuals. Uh, so so when, when we speak about analytics, all right, there is a very strong mm-hmm. intersection of BA that is coming into customer success. When I speak to leaders, all of them are seriously looking at uh, business intelligence and analytics to come into the tools and to be able to take intelligent decisions. Now, personally, for me, I have believe that a good CS is a balanced intersection of interpersonal and operational skills both. Right, I've always believed in bringing a humanness more so with my customers. Is that a risk uh, that we are leaning more towards data and BI? How do you think we as leaders can keep customer success more human yet rely on BI for some intelligent decisions? That is an excellent question. And to me, I'm a firm believer in technology, and I'm also a firm believer in how someone uses technology, right? Um, You can build all the great tools. You can build all the different analytics that you want with all the data set that you have. But have you used that not only just to make decisions on your business side, but also how you would use it? for the betterment of the overall economy, the betterment of overall, you know, the um, culture that's surrounding you, the world that we're living in, that makes the difference. And to do that effectively, you should possess human intelligence. So I would say just between business intelligence and human intelligence, the business intelligence should augment human intelligence. And that's what I believe in. There are certain aspects that data just cannot teach you. That data cannot teach you to become a better customer success manager or or become a better customer success leader. And if you keep this apart, then those skills that are more human first like building relationships, actually building strong and trusted relationships, that's something that you can't do with all the data sets that you analyze, right? That includes human interactions. It includes recognizing someone's problems. It includes recognizing their challenges, the position that they're in, and building that trust that will in turn help you build a strong relationship. You can't get that from data. Honestly, the second one I think is more of um, driving towards empathy, making yourself a better version of yourself the next day, the day after, and consistently watching out for situations where you should exhibit empathy. Those are not things you're going to get out of, you know, the data, right? 
uh, data cannot teach you to be that. And as I said, for me personally, no matter you're in CSM or not, being creative is another important skill. And that also is not something that you can just derive out of data, right? So being creative so that you can recognize when something is a challenge or when something could be a challenge or coming up with creative ways to solving a challenge, that requires human intelligence. So I would think that business intelligence should augment human intelligence and it should promote and empower people to make the right choices, to be more creative, to build better relationships and to be more resilient. Yeah, yeah, human first, but do your human uh, first work better with the help of some classic or intelligent data is, is a very good summary to uh, you know put what you just said. So there is usually a moment or a career altering development in the life of leaders, usually, right? They mm-hmm. all have a aha moment, uh, which which happens to be a moment of turnaround, right? So can you uh, can you tell us what was your aha moment? How and when did the career momentum pick up for you? The reason I'm asking is, I mean, I am very eager to know, like, you know, did you take any big bets or risks? that did the work for you? Did you stumble upon someone who saw the potential in you and gave you opportunities? If you could talk about that. Definitely, yes. And I, and you know, I'm just smiling because I'm thinking about like some of taken. I don't think I would be where I am today, you know, um, or even in this moment. Um, to just take you a little step back, my decision to join Fusion Risk Management at the time was a decision that I forcefully made because I wanted a change. And um, when you want change, then you should be open to taking risks as well. So I know what I was getting into and I wanted to do it. So that was the first step that I did um, or the first choice that I made in my career uh, changing move, which is joining uh, Fusion Risk Management. And in the process of doing that, I was more on the technology side when I joined the company. Um, I was part of a product engineering team. And um, I should definitely give a lot of my success. I should give a lot of that credit to our chief technology officer, Corey Cavgill. Um, And I'll tell you why, because As I was working on the engineering team, there were moments when I thought, okay, how is our customers using this? Are they finding this user-friendly? Are they making, are they thinking that this is adding value to their business, adding value to their decision-making process? And I was more intrigued about how the customer side of things worked. And with Corey's guidance, with our founder, David Nolan, and you know, some of the key leaders that I have worked with with their guidance, I was able to move on to the customer-facing role, which was very new to me. And at that time, you know, it's like butterflies in your stomach, right? Um, Oh my God, this is new to me and I'm going to be directly interacting with customers and I'm going to be learning from them. I'm already anticipating certain situations that I would be in or that I would be a part of. So it is constant or continuous learning for me, um, a lot of education. And that 
it's the risk that I took at that time and the learning that I put into it, the time and effort, without which I wouldn't have been where I am today, being recognized as a customer success leader in the company. So for all of us, you know, there may be those type of tough choices that you might have to make in your career. But you know what? Push through it. Make those changes. There will be a high reward when you take those high risks. And it's okay if sometimes it doesn't work out. You know why? You will never be disappointed in what you didn't do. You would be happy that you tried something new, that you made it work or you did not make it work, but you tried something new. And that's very important. Like we have to constantly evolve. And those are just certain risks that I took that led me to where I am today. And I'm sure everybody has, you know, such uh, success stories in their career and overall in their uh, personal life as well. That is true. I always tell my kids, you know, all good pain when you reflect back. Right now, you just laugh at it, right? At that point, it could have been such a big pain, but all good pain. Uh, pain that has uh, taught you something, pain that has taken you somewhere, is all laughable and enjoyable uh, right now once you are past it. So that brings me to uh, a very interesting point, right? So when you're hiring uh, candidates uh, for CSM, very specifically for your organization or when you're doing referrals, what specific uh, characteristics that you look for, uh, you know, that, that gives you a yes in your in your intuitive mind that yes this is a good candidate and and if you were to pick some complementary skills that you don't have but the skills that you would like uh, the new joinees to bring in what would those be i think for me the first and the foremost important skill that i look for in any candidate at any level that i hire is having a discovery mindset And what I mean by that is you just cannot be satisfied with what you know today. You should constantly be looking for what more can I learn? What more can I find out? What more can I identify? How can I be more creative? And to do that, you must possess a discovery mindset. So that's the number one skill that I look for when I hire candidates uh, for any specific role. And then um, the second most important skill that I would expect and I would love for them to possess is their ability to deal with ambiguity. Um, and I've said this a couple of times now in, in our uh, you know, discussion because it is such an important skill. It is not something that can be taught, but it should be something that can be recognized. So for those reasons, um, dealing with ambiguity is definitely another skill that I would look for. Um, any level of industry or relevant industry knowledge that they can possess, I would 100% be so happy with that. Um, anything that they can bring to the table from an industry perspective, because that, again, you know, it comes with experience, right? Um, and then the other thing that I would love for them, which is more of a, I would prefer it, but I would expect and have you to learn it as you grow Yes, know or, or be eager to learn a product, be eager to learn the solution, be eager to learn why this product or this company that you're interviewing for, how do they solve challenges? Why is it important? 
And what is the differentiator here? Like you should have that type of ability as well. Um, so definitely willingness to learn. That's another quality that I would look for. Um, so variety of skills here. And then yeah. in terms of you were asking about complementary skills, right? If you look at our team, we have such a diverse team in terms of the skill sets we possess. I have someone who has come to us from a professional services organization with really good technical skills. I have, um, you know, hired people from our account management department that knows how to organically, you know, sell to the customer, right? Um, how that would happen organically, nurture them. And I have, uh, you know, industry leaders that I have brought on to our department. So together with all of these different skills, we are not only able to do the best that we can, but we are able to help each other out. It's more of building a self-sufficient team that can operate independently and also be able to work well with others just because of the sheer knowledge and the diverse skills that you bring to the table. That's the complementary skills that we have hired for. Okay. So my last uh, question to you for this block, right? Your uh, your go-to strategy for uh, dealing with a tough customer or a tough situation, which at that point seems really impossible to do, but a strategy that has never failed you to come out of that situation successfully. Number one thing is when you know you're walking into a challenging situation, address the elephant in the room. That's the number one thing. When you walk in with the challenge itself and when you address that upfront before you dive into any other discussions, that puts in the trust back on the table. And oftentimes, like, you know, I've, I've had, sometimes I've had um, challenges with customers um, in terms of, you know, maybe a deliverable that we have missed or maybe a timeline that we have missed and, you know, different things for different reasons, right? But when I get on a call, no matter what the agenda is, I put that aside for a minute. I get right into the challenge and I start talking about it. Not just, you know, in terms of, hey, here is what we heard, but I want to know more about it. So I ask discovery type of questions that let me understand the situation um, more than what I know today. And when I walk out of that call, I would also like to always give them, hey, here are the call to actions. You know, this is what we we're planning to execute in this time frame and let's work on it that always brings the trust back and it eases the situation so anytime when you have a conflicting situation challenging situation walk in address the elephant in the room awesome fantastic now let's go to the rapid fire round we are going to put you on to some rapid fire questions you got to answer them in less than a minute let's okay. see how we do <laughs> okay here i go Three skills without which you just cannot be successful in customer success. Integrity, dealing with uh, ambiguity, and understanding customers' political, you know, understanding the landscape in their organization, navigating those uh, conditions which might be a little bit political on their side. Like learning to navigate those, that's like another important skill. So yeah, integrity, dealing with ambiguity, and um, understanding the customer's landscape. Okay, so you're off to the moon and you're likely to never come back and you're likely to work from there forever. Apart from family, who are the three different functions or three people at work you would take along with you? Oh my God, that's a difficult question. I would in like terms to of say, functions, 
yeah i think uh, yeah I, i would love to take everyone but i think in terms of functions i would definitely say um support product yeah. and marketing awesome okay okay the third question a little bit on the controversial side that happens all the time between sales and customer success <laughs> i think sales should report into customer success instead of the reverse which happens in some organizations where the cs reports into sales though that's changing they are either directly reporting to chief revenue or the chief executive officers what is your take on what i'm saying is it good to have sales report into customer success i don't think it's good or bad um i think it would work on how the organization is structured and the reason is because end of the day every single team is working towards making the customer successful so in that context i i don't think it is good or bad i think it would work either ways depending on the structure of the organization and the company's landscape okay so if there is one favorite cartoon character that you have come across which represents a good csm according to you which one would you choose i would close my eyes and choose jerry the mouse from tom and jerry Why? <laughs> um, I think you know, just looking at like all of the curveballs that are thrown, uh, <laughs> he definitely handles all of the situations really well. Which is, you know, life of a CSM, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Happens all day, every day. Then I think the second one is not only that he has, he would also help others, like the duckling story. Um, yeah. So it is not just about you know his thing and what he would do and how he gets out of the situation. but also recognizing some of the challenges others may have and helping them that's definitely one and you know what he comes up with the most creative solution to every single problem that you know the uh, cat throws at him so yeah. for those three reasons i think uh, jerry yeah okay okay <laughs> awesome so you're most inspired by whom why and what what drives you every day to your work uh, in customer success i think it's my team um that drives me every day to work because i learn something new from them all day every day and there are a lot of you know great moments that we have celebrated sometimes there are you know hey somewhat low moments but you know what we do all of that together so it is definitely my team great awesome that's a great input as a leader and so my last question your inputs on diversity is cs more attractive for women because they bring some natural empathetic skills and natural emotional intelligence into the mix do you think this is a, one of the best professions that women can ask for i think it is one of the best profession that anyone can ask for um our team in specific like we're very diverse i have seen everybody exhibit these type of empathetic skills i've seen people be curious about things i've seen people relate themselves to others problems and challenges so i don't necessarily think that this has anything to do with um you know the uh gender or your abilities it is more around what you're willing to do for the customer what you're willing to do for the company how eager are you to learn and adapt um so it's it's not specific to any one um individual or one specific gender but being empathetic is something that everybody should possess okay and that brings to the end of um, you know the rapid fire <laughs> and i thought <laughs> you did pretty well so finally i mean what do you want to leave our your audience with any any thoughts or words or books or training material uh, you know the listeners 
are usually you know candidates that are aspiring to get into this function that is where we promote this so what any final thoughts that you want to leave for them yeah first of all i would um just like to leave them with the thought that there's so many communities out there for customer success it's really evolving um lot of resources so don't feel like you're alone right we're all in this together it's an evolving um you know facet in several of the organizations itself so we're all in this together and a um, lot of com- communities out there definitely like game grow retain is definitely one thing that i want to um you know highlight here because just of the learning and all the community aspects that they've been doing that's it's extremely phenomenal and then the last one is for me i would like to think of customer success as a symphony orchestra here is why you have so many different players in a symphony orchestra right there is someone playing flute someone playing um you know a different um acoustic in, uh, instrument and you as a customer success manager you're the conductor of the orchestra you make sure that people play in tune you make sure that this goes after that you're conducting the event and the success lies in the experience that the audience are going to receive so think of yourself as a conductor of a symphony orchestra and feel empowered to make decisions to bring people together and handle situations that's definitely a thought that i would like to leave everybody with um it's it's an analogy that i like to you know resonates really well with me and i want to leave the audience with that thank you thank you rama thanks for your uh, time and your valuable inputs uh, good luck for all that you do for customer success in the future awesome thank you subhat was great chatting with you today and that's a wrap hope you enjoyed this episode and until we see you next time with another csm leader with very unique insights take care and do well thank you for listening in